You've just accessed Shekinah glory, the place where God dwells among His people. Prepare now to receive the Lord as Pastor Rex Ricks connects you to the power of God through the prophetic revelatory preaching and teaching of the Word of the Kingdom of God. Experience the revelation of Jesus Christ on another level from the place where God dwells among His people. Now, hear the Word of the Lord. Desiring God is about, you know, divorcing that culture from which you came. It's hard to desire God and you still uh, love the culture from which he delivered you from. And a lot of the earlier Christians, that was their problem, especially those in Corinth. They, had, they couldn't divorce that old way of living. Paul says to the same things to those at Rome, listen, man, the least you can do now that you are saved is live your life as a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is a reasonable service. In other words, you say, man, the least you can do now is live a life now that's devoted to God. You spend enough time doing these things now, the same dedication that you had for the world. Let's see those sacrifices relative to the things of the kingdom. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Can I say something? Can I say something? Y'all supposed to say, yeah. Listen, now, every time I go away and come back, y'all be treating me like a stepchild. Why y'all do that? No, 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 no. We're going to deal with this real quick. What's wrong? Who mad? Huh? Well, if you see some of y'all do me like Jesus, like uh, uh, Mary them did Jesus, if you had been here. My lights wouldn't have got cut off. No, your lights got cut off because you, you playing a Powerball. <laughs> Listen, but let me, say, <laughs> let me say this. Your salvation experience, and you've heard me say this in different ways, but listen to this. Your salvation experience affects your spirit, okay? Not your mind. And sometimes we think being saved is a quick fix, to fixing your mind. Salvation is not a quick fix to fixing your mind. Salvation gets your spirit right with God. But it's renewing your mind in and through the word of God that's going to get your mind regulated. So being saved is not a quick fix to those mental disturbances, those psychoses. No, I have to renew my mind according to the word of God. That explains why people can get saved again and still look like they did before they received Jesus. And it's not until our minds begin to be renewed based upon the word that we start transforming and looking more and more like Jesus every day. Okay? Which explains why some people aren't on fire. Why? Because they have failed to divorce the culture from which they came. And can I say this? The world, this is what your Bible says, does not love you because you're not one of them. So when we're talking about divorcing a culture, uh, not being conformed to the world's, don't conform to their standards. The world's morals are totally different from that of the living God. And you can't judge your life based upon how the world lives. The world has no standard. In the world, anything goes. There are no limits. <laughs> But us, you, you and I, the sanctified ones, those who are called to be set apart, should look different. We are distinguished other than those who are in darkness. 
And there should be a vast difference between where there is between light and dark. And those who see us, light bearers, and they are in darkness, that should want to cause them to want to come into the light. Can I say something? Write this down. Um, Desiring God, (laughs) it's about being grateful for my salvation. See, there's if you're grateful for your salvation, you're not going to be a lukewarm Christian because you know what God delivered you from. You know all the things that you were still working on and yet he still loves you. And because of that gratitude, I I, I cease not to proclaim his goodness. Hmm? Did you write that down? What did I say? Now, Jesus paid the debt. So we're not talking about trying to repay God. You can't. Jesus did that. But we're talking about living in such a way that mimics how Jesus walked when he was here on the earth. it's, It's living in such a way that when people see me, like Jesus said, they see the father. That's what he's talking about. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. When I'm talking about being grateful and watch this. And if I am grateful for my salvation, it will be seen through my lifestyle. Oh, he's teaching good today. Oh, he's teaching good today. Did you hear me? Look at your name. Say he's a teacher. Somebody doing their knee like that when he going to get crunk. Man, I've been crunk, man. (laughs) What are you talking about? I've been crunk. Sitting there doing one of these numbers, man. I, you better t- stop your leg, man. Get this word. If I'm grateful, it'll be seen. And I know sometimes we have fun, but listen. Again, being saved doesn't mean you change your personality. You still, you, you're still the same person, but but you, you take what you take this walk seriously, man. I, if I'm out wherever I go, I'm saying something about Jesus to somebody. What were we talking about? I mean, I'm not jumping in the spot. Don't zoom in on <laughs> But were we not talking about the word? No pressure. And I've seen a few times we're going in the store. And I come in today and, I'm your daughter. I said, but what? <laughs> when did this happen? How could this be? <laughs> this is one of the married... <laughs> Joseph situations. Where was I at? I didn't. <laughs> you were down at Bike Week having fun. That's where you was at. <laughs> uh, telling people about Jesus. Listen, let me show you this. What did I say? I said, desiring God is about what? Being what? Grateful for my salvation, right? Ephesians 4, 1 Amplified. Notice, I want to get these last three little points to you. So bear with me. Okay? When it's raining, what pass to get what? Extra five. Extra how long? Listen to that. However long you need. <laughs> let, let, let's read this. Y'all ready? Let's read. So I come on, all together. So I, the prison. Now this is Apostle Paul talking to those Ephesus, but I, 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 want, I want you to, to take note of what this he's saying. So I, come on, the prisoner for the Lord, appeal to you to live a life worthy of the calling to which you have been called. That is to live a life that exhibits, no, see, sometimes we read too fast, okay? 
We read too fast, so we act like we'll forget it. We, we don't want to deal with it. Let's slow down. That is to live a life that exhibits godly character. Hold on. Moral courage. Hold on. When, when it's talking about, see, it, it takes courage when it comes to holding true to those godly morals. See, because the old you didn't take much to get you going. I just leave it right there. Didn't take much. Okay? But now, there's courage. I'm a new creature. Even if you have to talk to yourself. While they are on the other line trying to persuade. You just start talking. See, that'll throw them off. Any man being Christ is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. You're like, hello? Hello? Karen. Karen, what's wrong? Any man being Christ. Just say it over and over. He'll think you're crazy, but 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 he but but he'll leave you alone. But but see, some they don't have that carriage. Carry on. <laughs> don't do that, man. Personal integrity. Do you have personal integrity? You know how many Christians lie around this time of the year? Tax time? I'm talking about tongue talkers. Bible toters. Will lie in a... You know you don't have children. <laughs> Let's leave that alone. See, you're trying to get me in trouble, Rev. Go to your next point. Mature behavior. Notice mature behavior. If you've been saved any length of time, we should see some maturity. If you are still easily offended, see, that's a sign that, ah, no, no, no. See, that's, that's, a, that's lukewarm. Why? Because one of the points was uh, that if I don't take heed to the word, guess what? I drift away. Why are little things still bothering you? I mean, just, and see, that's, that's our next point. That's, now you're making it all about you. And, and it's so many people. Uh, and you are important, but <laughs> you got to remember there are other people living too. And, we, and as much as we would like to put all our energy into you, we can't do it. Okay? We have to divide the love, spread the love. Okay? Listen, a life that what? Ex here it go. A life that expresses gratitude to God for your salvation. Am I living a life that expresses gratitude? And if I did, you know what some things we'll see? We will see uh, godly character. We will see moral courage, personal integrity, mature behavior. See, all these are signs that, man, I am grateful for my salvation, Pastor. Rebuke me if you have to. Correct me if you have to. Show me. I, I want to know what's right. I, I don't mind, man. See, that's the mature person. Next point. I think this is where we left off. We said you another sign of a lukewarm uh, Christian is you are more concerned about yourself rather, rather than the things of God. That means uh, I'm not really concerned about the service of God, the worship of God, or fellowship with other people. It's that sordid person, that self-seeking person, that selfish person. Everything about me. Philippians 2, 3 through 5, NLT. So what's the next point? 
Now, I know last week y'all, you, all, you all probably turned up, okay? So say it like you said it last Sunday. Okay, one, two, three. Philippians 2. Philippians 2. Am I talking about some dogs? Watch out for them dogs, though. Watch out for them dogs. Philippians. Okay, here we go. Ready? That, oh, I got another message real quick. Okay. <laughs> Philippians 2. Let's start at verse 3. Don't be, don't be, don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble. Thinking of others better than yourself. See, it takes an humble person to be able to uh, celebrate and applaud the success of somebody else. And see, th those are signs of uh, some internal insecurities and things going on when it's hard for me to be happy for somebody that I know that's doing good. It's happy. It, I mean, it's, it's hard for me to celebrate the success of somebody. Else. See, what's wrong? See, there's something going on. See, that's that person who's not grateful for their salvation. <laughs> don't look out only notice he said he said don't have interest but don't be concerned about your interests only but take interest what in others too you must have the what same attitude that Jesus Christ had Mark 8 34 amplified and let me say this uh, and the underlying factor behind all this you know what it is selfishness all, everything that we've named thus far can all be traced back to the, the root of it could, is, is selfishness. Because when we started this in the book of Revelation, talking about the church of Laodicea, these are people who had began to prosper in, in various areas and they got caught up into their personal successes. And when God bless you, you should run all the. I've never seen so many Christians, not here, but in other states who gets blessed and they begin to distance themselves from God. Then when things start getting chaotic, then you want to come. I mean, no, no, no. I mean, it, no, no. When God bless you, man, run that much harder. No, I, you're talking about I wasn't there before. I'm really there now. Oh, Jesus called. Ready? Let's read. Jesus called the crowd together with the disciples and said to them, if anyone wishes to follow me as my disciple, he must deny himself. Listen, hold up. What, what is denying himself? Set aside selfish interests and take up his cross, expressing a willingness to endure. See, see, everything. That, that's where that living sacrifice comes in. I'm going to have to make sacrifices. And sometimes we can get so used to making excuses relative to kingdom that it's nothing more than a bunch of lies. Um, and let me say this is nothing more than a trick of the enemy. You know why? Because Satan does not like unity. He does not like oneness. He is all about division. God is not the author of confusion. Satan is. Hmm. And follow me. Believe it in me. Listen, watch this. Conforming to my what? Example in living. The only way I can do that, I have to be in his word. This is not hard to do, guys. Okay? So in order for me to conform to his word, I have to know what his word says. Oh, this is good. <laughs> and you know where most people are stuck? They're stuck on the superficial, outer, exterior performance of how things look. So when this new group of believers like, like, like us, we come to church just loving God. Some of us may have suits on. Some of us may not. Some of, us, some of us may have tattoos. Some of us may not. 
Some of us may look like this, may look, some of us may not, but we love God. Our hearts are sincere, and, we, and, and, and we're not worried about who, look how. Nobody talking about I can't receive. He got holes in his jeans. No, that's just the kind of man that could give me the word. Because all my jeans have holes in them. And I didn't know I could love God and wear holy jeans. These holy jeans represent that I'm holy. Holes, holy. That's holy. You'll get it tomorrow. It means I'm sanctified. Now everybody can go home and cut holes in their jeans. I'm holy. <laughs> Watch this. Conforming to my example uh, in living and if need be, see this is the point, suffering or perhaps dying because of faith in me. Are you, there are people in third world countries who are literally dying because they're standing for Jesus. Now how strong, how solid is your faith? If someone told you, hey, you either renounce the Lord or today you're going to meet your maker, what are you going to do? Who, who's going to stand by a show of hands? No, y'all ain't even ready. Y'all not even ready. We need, y'all need to be home Wednesday night, get these mastermind classes, man. Y'all not even ready to die for the Lord? But riding up the road with them old knuckleheads acting crazy and you're talking about die for the Lord. Some of you, you all, I'm ashamed. Some of y'all did like this. Y'all, y'all was like, I don't know, Reb, is that a, somebody did like this and went back there. <laughs> like, what's that about? <laughs> Dog. Right there, all on your post. Ride or die for Jesus. I'm down with the Lord. I'm down for whatever. <laughs> Come on, man. That's what being a martyr means. Being a witness. You shall be witnesses. What Acts talks about that uh, word in the Greek it means to be a martyr. One who literally is willing to lay down his life for what he believes in. Mm, 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 mm. I'm gonna put a pin on that one. So, what's the number nine or the next point? You have to, guys, come on, don't, don't, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. Now let's focus on this right now, okay? So, okay, you're not ready. Don't worry about it. We, we'll work on that. We'll work on it. Don't, don't worry about it. We'll work on it, okay? I know some things you still want to do, some place you want to go, people you want to see. I know that's why you didn't raise your hand. Okay, Pastor, I haven't got married yet. I want to go to Hawaii. I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to graduate from college. This. So, I, I mean, it ain't that I don't want to do it, but there's some things that God, God got a purpose for me in the earth. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy I tell you what listen <laughs> so what is it because I have two more and we're done can I give you some signs of it since we're dealing with this can I give you some signs of a selfish person let me give you some indicators look at your neighbor and say don't get mad this is research this is study so this is not past this is study okay so, so don't be don't be blowing up a selfish person is one who only cares for their own pleasures, even if it causes pain to someone else. They have no consideration for anyone else and worry only about their own comfort. Hmm. Selfish people. Now, here's what they get you. Some of them are well-mannered and some of them are real nice, but they're nice only as long as they can get something out of the deal. So they're being nice for a reason. He never called you that before you took him to the store. She never did that before you. Wow. Called you 24-7 before. 
But once they get what they want, boy, this is, woo. let me move it. I'm going to say this for Wednesday. I'm going to get this to pastor, let it give it to y'all on Wednesday night. <laughs> See if I can't do one of them masterminds. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but it felt good when I did it. One of masterminds. I don't know that it felt good. <laughs> it felt good. <laughs> uh, uh, hey, selfish people are always extracting from you, and yet they never give anything back to you in equal measures. Think about this now because there are some selfish people that you may have to let go today. Did you hear this? I mean, they take, 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 but they never give back in equal measures. When you take them to dinner, I mean, I mean, it, it, no expense. I mean, whatever, man, the, whatever you want to get, it's on me. Then when it's reversed, uh, you got. I'm working with a ten dollar. As long as, as long as it's not under ten dollars, <laughs> selfish joker. <laughs> I tell you how they selfish because they ask, "What you get?" See, that's a sign. What, what you What you gonna get? Uh, you know, I'm thinking about getting this this bone-in filet. Ooh, that's $75. You thinking about getting, do you really want that? <laughs> you know, E. coli is going around. <laughs> you know, they start dropping little notes. You know that mad cow disease? Have they, did you see that on CNN about that mad cow disease? <laughs> They're always squirming out of helping you when you need their help. That sound, I can identify with that, especially, you know, man. Let's go to Six Flags. We don't have enough room for everybody, you know, as a church. Let's go to Six Flags. Oh, yeah. Let's go serve Jesus. Man, we've got plenty of room. Squirming out of it. Don't do that. Show God you are grateful for your salvation. Listen, hold on. Selfish people never commit to anything. Listen. Unless they can get some benefit or favor out of it. They're only going to commit if it wasn't for me. We feeding everybody. Count me in. No, what? don't be selfish. They never do anything. Listen to this. Selflessly for the benefit of others. Hmm. A selfish person always has, and a lot of them, they have a carefree attitude. And they, oh, they take nothing seriously. Selfish person, I mean, they don't take any. I mean, just, just. Living without a care is just uh, take nothing seriously. Hmm. Selfish people, now, I didn't say this. This is just what study says, okay? But I do agree with it. They are liars and manipulators. Oh, yeah, they lie in a second. Selfish people, I'll lie to you in a second. Got a pocket full of money. Man, I left my wallet at home. Can you give me two accounts? Man, but I was about to ask you the same thing. I left mine too. <laughs> Just lying. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> there are lives and manipulate. Boy, they got real quiet. <laughs> they pass this around. They pass that around. Pass that around. Pass that tissue box around. Listen, they never look. They never want. Then they passing it around to. They, they never want to apologize. Listen to this. They never want to apologize uh, because they think you're beneath them. Selfish people never apologize because they think, I don't have to. You're beneath me. You're selfish. 
They make plans on their schedule without giving any thought to yours. In other words, they always do what's best for and convenient for them without the consideration of others. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Man, before I play anything, is there anything going on in the church? Is there anything we're doing? This? Because, it, it, because I, now that God is first, my priorities have shifted. And I want to make sure that I keep God first in everything that I do. In other words, they always do what's, watch this, best and convenient for them without any consideration of others. Selfish people, they'll let you know what they're doing last second. The reason why I do that, because uh, if something better pops up, they go with the, yeah. All right, boy, that was a good one. Some of y'all, some of y'all must have read this because y'all knew what I was talking about. <laughs> or either doing it. They let you know what they're doing at the last second because if something better pops up that isn't in their interest, they'll take that route instead. This is only because they care about themselves. They take selfish people, they take and take and take until there's nothing left for you to give. And the second you put your foot down on giving, you know what they do? They're out the door. Out of, we've, done have people, we've been doing this a long time. We've had people come through and try to milk the church. Had to do one time picking them up, bringing them to church, taking them home, picking them up, paying this, paying that. Then he called one day and told the sister, he's not coming back if we don't pay his cell phone bill. He better be glad I was in another place. Oh, oh! It was his mama's cell phone bill. Oh, one, what was it? His, it was, it was somebody. It was somebody's bill, phone bill. I'm like, oh, this both tell Rev I ain't coming back. He don't pay my mama phone bill. I mean, what I'ma do, brother? I'm milk everything. That's selfish. God is good. Let's move on. Y'all looking like, well, who was it? Who, who you talking about? <laughs> Selfish people aren't built for compromising solutions because the only thing they see when they look out into the uh, world is their own reflection. Number 10, there's a lack of zeal. This is another sign of a lukewarm Christian. They're not zealous. Again, they're not on fire. Hmm. Romans 12. Uh, just give me verse 11 for the sake of time. What does that say? Don't be what? Slothful in Zeal, be fervent in spirit, serve the Lord. The NLT says this, never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. Do you serve the Lord enthusiastically? Enthusiastically. I mean, you, I mean, you just, I mean, you're jovial, you, you, you boisterous, you're like, man, yeah, Lala. Is that your attitude? Because I tell you what, it's contagious. Just like not being on fire is contagious. Hmm. And the last one, and let me give you these verses, and this is a big one. Another sign of a lukewarm Christian is yeah, no, no. Was that one of the points? Okay, yeah. Well let's let's well I, I, I did give you some stuff on that. Because that's really part of one of the other ones, but this the this is the next one. Let me give you this one. No, uh uh, no, back up. No, you, that's how they uh uh no uh no no uh, mm -mm, mm -mm. that's the wrong point. <laughs> uh -uh. Like, like they got my nose. Uh -uh. <laughs> Thank you, though. That's, that's, that's the way you do it. Or, uh -uh. Uh -uh. Pat, rep, uh -uh. Uh -uh. back up. Back. But y'all had seats to grow? Okay. Well, yeah, how are you the only one that got it? Oh, just two of y'all? Okay. Who got a hold of my? Somebody got a hold of my app. Oh, you got it. Okay. Three of y'all got it. Okay. Okay. Right, right. Y'all see Sister K after church. 
Yes, yes, you can be stated back to everybody who don't have that point. See, Sister K. Look, prayer ceases to be a vital part of your everyday life. Man, I don't know how you're going to maintain your stamina as a Christian and you have no prayer life. Boy, this is good. See, let me tell you what prayer does. It does a few things. Prayer keeps you in constant fellowship with God the Father. It keeps you in constant fellowship. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Prayer does what? Keeps you in constant fellowship. Then, too, prayer gives you an opportunity for God to speak back to you. Why? Because it's a dialogue. It's, it, it's not just me doing all the talking. I speak, then God may want to say something back to me. So it gives me an opportunity to receive divine instruction, revelation, him to show me things. It's how you get prayers answered. Huh? Here's a good one. It keeps you built up. That's why you need the Holy Ghost. See, y'all don't <laughs> See, I don't want old school on you. That's why you need the Holy Ghost. I ain't, and the Holy Spirit, yeah, Holy Ghost. You need the ghost. Spirit, same thing. Okay, and I'm going to show you something. Philippians 4, 6, and 7, Amplified. So what's the next one? Prayer ceases to be a what? In other words, they ha- you have no prayer life. And, and, and let me say this, women, those of you who are... Um, and vice versa. You, well, let me just use this for, you know, you're dating a guy, whatever, a courting, courtship. There's a difference between dating and courting. Um, and dating, just as a nugget, uh, intimacy often precedes commitment. But in courtship, commitment precedes intimacy. That's just a nugget. I don't have time to teach that today. Just a little, just a little. I could stay right there. <laughs> I could, I could, I could, you know, but I'm, I'm not. But ladies, uh, listen to this. You got a brother who's talking about he loved God, and you never see this guy pray? I mean, he won't even bless a bowl of cereal. And you talking about this is your husband? Man can't even bless a bowl of cornflakes? Hey, don't, don't go for this. What's that? Uh-uh. What is that? Y'all sitting in the Applebee's, and he do like this. What is that? Somebody said, why I have to be Applebee's? <laughs> well, that's where you went, wasn't it? <laughs> See, y'all laughing, but what is this? No, uh-uh. Next time he do that, you say, oh, no, 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 no. Pray over it. <laughs> no, this is what you do. You order, you order good, you eat good. And you let them know this is your last supper. <laughs> Say something, man. Let me hear you pray. You're talking about leading me, leading my family. I need to know that you know how to talk to God. And if you don't know, tell them, do what I do. Fuck, well, no, I don't do that because now you don't want that kind of man. He's following you. Boy, teach him how to pray. See that the Lord he 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 interjected just for that person to hear that you've been going to dinner and that man ain't even praying over his food or don't know how to pray. Y'all talking about y'all praying together? You the only one praying on the phone. He on the other side. Walk with it, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Blessed God. Keep a Lord. 
You better you better deal with that, man. Like, he walking with me, okay? <laughs> Let me tell you what he just told me. <laughs> Come on, man. Ask pastor. She knew. <laughs> Ask her who prayed. She thought she had the edge on me. Come on, I said, hold up. Let me let me do this. I got this. Now you sit back. Let me let me let me show you. Did, did I know a little something, something? Because I have a relationship with the Lord, man. I mean, I let her get that little thing out, but I came back too, boy. Hey, boom, okay, that's what you got. Boom, 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 boom. Then she came back. Boom, boogity, 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 boom. Then I came back. Boogity, 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 boom. <laughs> Come on, man. We competing in prayer. She got a lot of. What did they do? We see who can pray. Know if that brother know how to pray, man. You don't want nobody. You need Jesus, and he looking at you. What are we gonna do? Could take the doctor 15 minutes to get here. You you better call Dr. Jesus. What's what, what what's the number? <laughs> Jesus on the main line. You don't even know the number. What's the number? <laughs> you don't even know how to start 69, the brother. You can't just, maybe he caught. Maybe I caught. <laughs> Hello, Jesus. <laughs> let, me, let me stop, man. Look, don't be. Let me tell you, somebody who's worried and anxious, somebody who's not really praying, they, they, they don't know how to pray. Because if you really give it to God, you're not going to be topsy-turvy. You know that thing is settled. Okay? Every, but, but in what? In every situation and by prayer and what? Petition with thanksgiving. Continue to make your, oh boy, specific. See, a lot of times things aren't being answered because people aren't specific. Requesting on to God and the peace. See, this is the thing. When you give it to God, there should be a peace to come over you. And if, and, and if you are not at peace after giving it to God, perhaps you really didn't give it to him or didn't believe what you said. See, worrying adds nothing to it. Take no thought for tomorrow. For tomorrow, take care of itself. So worrying is really a sign of doubt. <laughs> and the peace of God, that listen to this, that peace which what? reassures the heart see you know that you know that you know which which reassures the heart that peace which transcends all understanding that peace peace which stands guard over your heart and your minds in christ jesus is is yours see that you see you you are so commonest thing that people think something's wrong why don't you talk to terry i'm giving it to god you mean tell me you're not stressed out for what God has it. Oh, y'all missing this. And that's the way it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be like, man. Now, people who are around you who may not believe, they're going to be, wow, I can't believe she's taking this good. No, it's just that I've gotten to that place 
where I am abiding under the shadow of the Almighty for y'all. Mm. Colossians 4.2. So you have to have a prayer life and you want to be what? Specific. When you give it to God, leave it with God. Oh, y'all missed that. That's, that's a tweet. When you give it to God, leave it with God. Let me say that again. When you give it to God, leave it with God. Cast all your cares upon him for he cares for you. What did I just say? When you give it to God, so there should be a peace, right? Be, be, come on guys, be persistent and devote. See, devoted to prayer. See, that's a lifestyle. Put me a couple more up there, please, sir. <clears throat> be persistent and devoted to, uh, to prayer. Be what? Alert and focus in your prayer life with an attitude of thanksgiving. Do you have an attitude of thanksgiving when you pray? Wow. Matthew 26, 41. What, what are we trying to establish here? That a prayer life is a necessity to the spiritual stamina, well-being, fortitude of the believer. And you can tell uh, uh, through people's conversation, through their demeanor, that you're really not a person of prayer. Because people who really have a prayer life, they take comfort. They take refuge in God's ability to manifest what he already promised. They know that the press is not on themselves. It's on God. <laughs> Y'all miss that. The press is not on you. It's on him. If they're, which I know we can't put pressure on them, but the point is, put it on him. It's his word that's on the line. I'm just in agreement with this word. And if I agree with what he said, he has to produce based upon what he said. Watch and pray. That's why sometimes you see me pray. My, I pray with my eyes closed. I pray with them open. So don't think you, every time you pray, you got to pray with your eyes closed. That's what some of you mess up. You be praying with a stranger. Oh, keep your eyes. Look at that. What you doing? Pray with your by your head. Close your eyes. This is a stranger. Look at him. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for this young man. Don't be doing this one of these numbers. Next day we hear, boop, 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 boop. You wake up at Piedmont Medical. What happened? Yeah, you got knocked over the head. That's what happened. Praying with your eyes closed. Did they get my income tax money? Yeah, they got it. They got that too. <laughs> oh, they, they, got, they got my check. Yeah, they got it. $6,720. All because you were being super spiritual. Watch. Are y'all here? What did it say? Less. Okay. So, so, so that praying will keep you what? From entering two things. Let, let me tell you. Your flesh is. It's going to always be. Your flesh is. It, it will always be weak. You can pray all day. From sun up 12 hours. And your flesh still going to be weak. Now watch this. Your spirit man will be stronger. Now in position to override the dictates and passes of the flesh, but nonetheless, your flesh don't be weak. Now watch this. If your spirit man is weak, it will always give in to the dictates, dictates, passions, desires, followings of the flesh. Why? Because spirit man is weak. So to rise above that 
and keep my flesh subordinate to my spirit, man, I need to stay built up in the spirit. Boy, this is good. Y'all looking at me like, boy. And, and just let me throw this out here real quick. God does not tempt you to do evil. No, he, people out here doing some nonsense talking about God had to take me through that so I could learn something. What if you didn't make it? So quit putting some of this nonsense on God. Had you made a better choice, you could have, matter of fact, God tried to talk to you before you got into the nonsense. So stop saying God is tempting you with evil. Yeah, people say that, Christians. Let me show you something. James 1, 13 and 14, amplify. Let no one, do you see, come on. Let no one say when he is tempted, I am being tempted by God. For God, temptation does not originate from what? God, wait, no, 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 excuse me. For temptation does not what? Originate from God, but from who? Our own flaws. Do y'all see this? For God cannot be tempted by what is evil. And he himself tempts. Not only do, does he not tempt me with evil, but he's not going to tempt me. He doesn't have to do something harmful to you or, the, or, 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 or you go through something for him, for, for, for you to get his point or for you to learn a lesson. Sometimes we need to be honest with ourselves and say, you know what? I made that decision. I didn't consult God. I, I didn't get any uh, 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 wisdom. I didn't try to get any counseling. I did this. Now, he could, you may have a testimony out of that or he could use you in spite of that. But we have to be careful about saying God is doing all of these, orchestrating all this nonsense. He, he, watch this. So we, we, we have to be careful on this little lingo and things people say. He didn't have to take you through stage four cancer or anything so you can really trust him now. Healing is yours by you being a, a, a by, by birthright if you've been a believer. That comes along with. So if it's already mine, why I got to go through something to be entitled to it? It's mine. By the very nature that I'm your son or I'm your daughter. So he didn't have to take me through anything that already belongs to me. That's what people don't get. He don't have to, I have to lose all my money for me. No. So we have to be careful before we just start latching on to what sounds when these little spiritual cliches that everybody's saying. The scripture says your own wickedness will correct you. So some stuff people, you see, if had you not, you've been doing some nonsense. God just, God taking me through. Don't you be lying on me. Don't lie on me. You here? And he don't want you to be foolish either. He's not going to have somebody stay in something in an abusive relationship for you, for you to get, get a revelation. You might not even make it through it if, he, that, if he, he or she is crazy enough. So what lesson is learned out of you keep getting beat upside your head? Now, what, what's the, Lord, what's the point behind this? It's quiet. Where's that verse at? God will be, he, he, man, treating me like crap, beating the mess out of me, but he wants me to uh-uh, God better than that. No. Don't put that on my daddy. He better than that. Anything, you better wake up and say, hey, you know what? You don't put your hands on me for the last time. Matter of fact, you keep talking to me crazy, I'm going to pop you in your mouth. The scripture says that. A fool's mouth calls for blow, a blow. Or somebody who talks find that verse. I think it's Proverbs 18 or 18. Yeah. A, a fool's mouth 
will we'll, we'll invite us popping the lip. That's Bible. So keep, keep, you call me what? I got a verse now. Oh, pastor. Oh, he gave me a, oh, he gave me a verse. Come on now. You, you, what? I've been taking it. I'm going to hit you back today. Find a verse. A fool's blood. Yeah, you find a verse. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. A fool's lips enter contention and his mouth calls for blows. You, what you call me? What? Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. And now, am I telling you to go hit somebody? No. What am I telling you? If it calls for a blow, pop him in the mouth. Pop him in the mouth. I didn't say that. Proverbs said that. Pop him in the mouth. Proverbs 18 and 6. That's how you do it. Bam! Proverbs 18 and 6. What's it? What's it? Next time somebody does something, bam, Proverbs 18.6. Look it up. World star, bam, Proverbs 18.6. Preacher pops somebody in the mouth, Proverbs 18.6. Bam, Proverbs 18. <laughs> nah, he, he advocating fighting. I am not. I am simply stating what the verse is. A fool's lips enter in contention and his mouth calls for blows. In other words, his mouth will get him into trouble. Now, Rev, Rev, I don't get the NLT. Rev, what version is that? Fool's words get them into constant quarrels. They are asking. Ooh. All the saints going to be fighting today. Pastor, it's hell over here. I'm beating the hell out that nonsense. I'm beating that. We going at it. We going at it. Boom, I popped him. He popped me. I popped him back. He popped me. <laughs> now, look, after all that popping, y'all forgive one another now. I forgive you, boo. All right. I forgive you. You forgive me? I forgive you. You forgive me? <laughs> they make that face. You forgive me? <laughs> all right come on let y'all playing too much come on come on all right i shouldn't even show y'all that verse some of y'all go home yeah somebody walking around like this now okay, wait to, wait to. Boy, he do this invitation. <laughs> I'm going to shake his hand. I'm going, boy, let him be there when I get, oh, oh let him, oh. let him be home when I get back. Oh, come on. Oh, what's the, tell me what's that verse again? That's going to be content. What's it, Proverbs, Proverbs 18? Okay, Proverbs 16 and what? Proverbs 22 and what? Huh? I know it's in there. I don't know what it is, but I know it's in the Bible. <laughs> Get it off the screen. They're going to keep it up there. Too. Yeah. Somebody screenshot it. Boom. Ah, oh, yeah, I got that. I got it now. See? <laughs> See, some of you have been saved all them years. Didn't even know. 
You mean to me I could have popped him long? Yeah. Some of you can go back and just, 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 just uh, uh, redeem the time. Just start. Pop, boop, 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 boop. What's that for? All them years when I didn't know. But I've been good, yeah. But this is when I didn't know. Wait till it get good and sleep. And just boom. Uh, he wake up. What's wrong? Proverbs eighteen six, baby. Proverbs. <laughs> Look, don't go home. Don't go do that because I'm not building anybody out of jail. But I'll come down there and read Proverbs 6, 18, 6 to you. Read your verse. <laughs> all right, come on. Let me finish because I want to get all this on this. <sighs> okay, Chronicles 16, 11. Forget about that verse for now, okay? Delete that screenshot. Seek. Do you see this? What does it say? Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face continually. Longing. See, that's the person of a constant prayer life. Proverbs 12 and 2. We're almost done. Be, it, I'll, it, the reason why I'm going over it is because I want this to get sealed today. A, Proverbs. No, I'm sorry. Romans 12 and 12. <laughs> Proverbs 18.6. I meant <laughs> Proverbs 12 and 12. <laughs> <laughs> God's word. Be happy. And now remember this verse in a minute, okay? Be happy in your confidence. Be patient in trouble and pray continually. Happy in your confidence in what? That God is more than able to perform that which he promised. That's why I'm happy in my confidence. That's why I'm patient. Why? Because God got this. This is where praying in the spirit comes in. Because there's times when you may you may have this urgency to pray, but you can't quite articulate what it is. So you start praying in the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Because Holy Spirit knows exactly what your spirit is trying to say. And he communicates that to God the Father. See, let, let me tell you something. We are spiritual beings having an earthly experience. So our natural dialect is English for us, but our spiritual language is tongues. Let me show you. Romans 8, 26, 27, Amplified Version. That, that's why it tickles me, and there's been so, so much inaccurate or incomplete teaching on Holy Spirit that people, they shy away from the person of Holy Spirit. In the, in the same way, Come on, let's read this out loud. The Spirit comes to us and what? Helps us in our weaknesses. We do not know what to pray, to, to, to offer. Uh, to we do not know what prayer to offer or how to offer it as we should, but the Spirit himself knows what our need at that right time intercedes on our behalf with sighs and groanings too deep for words. You could be praying for somebody in Uganda. Turkey. In the spirit. But see, we're limited with our earth, with our natural language. But man, that, that, that when we go in tongues, man, it's, it could go anywhere. And he who searches the heart knows what the mind of the spirit is because the spirit intercedes what? Before God on behalf of God's people in accordance 
That's why sometimes you hear say when you pray in the spirit, you pray in the perfect will of God. He knows exactly. I got it. Jude 120. This is how you build yourself up. Okay? This is how you build yourself up. But you, beloved, edifying yourselves or building yourselves up on your what? Most holy faith. How? How? Praying in the Holy Spirit. Every believer, man, you should have a prayer life. In the spirit and in the natural. You don't know what you're missing when you, when you fail to pray in the Holy Ghost. That's why the scripture says he'll show you things to come. Matter of fact, you speak mysteries. When you pray in the Holy Ghost, you are speaking mysteries. That's why the, I say this all the time. You can go somewhere and be among the whoever. I don't care. That could be erudites, great philosophers. But if those who are filled with Holy Spirit, you are the most intelligent. You are the smartest one in the room. Because you got something. And you got an edge. Why? Because he knows all things. Good God Almighty. God Almighty. But this is how you build yourself up. How? How? Praying in the Holy Ghost. 1 Corinthians 14 and 2. I want to show you something. Because if you're not filled with Holy Spirit, with the evidence of speaking in other tongues, you need to get him today. Ah. And let me show you something. You see this in the word. Don't you dare let somebody talk you out of praying in the Holy Ghost. For one who speaks in an unknown tongue does not speak to people, but to God. Do you hear this? Speak to God. For no one understands him or catches his meaning, but by the Spirit, he speaks mysteries, secret truths, hidden things. Secret truths. That's why it's always good uh, after you pray the Holy Ghost, Father, thank you for the interpretation. He'll give you the interpretation. May come then, may come later, but it'll come. This is something I always do too. When you're praying the Holy Ghost, Father, thank you for the mysteries. Your answer to whatever you've been believing God for could be in those mysteries. What you need to tell your boss man could be in those secret things, those secret truths. He will show you things to come. And so how, how are you going to sleep on that? Huh? I can't count times Holy Spirit done said, do this or say this or do this, do that. Oh, Lord, Lord, you amazing. And you don't want to pray in the Holy Ghost? Verse 4. So a couple things I want you to do next time you pray in the Holy Ghost do this Father I receive the mysteries thank you for those secret truths is there an interpretation for me pray these things your children need to be filled Woo. might be a school say hey I don't know but we need, to, we need to walk to the front of the building why because somebody's crazy about to come through the back but it's not going to penetrate because you got to the front in enough time to see y'all looking like, man, this. One who speaks in a tongue, what do you do? Edify himself. But one who prophesies, Paul, and this he was talking about how he wished that everybody prophesied because when you uh, uh, prophesy, of course, 
everyone can receive or interpret or understand what you're saying. Okay? But one who prophesies edifies who? The church promotes growth in spiritual wisdom, devotion, holiness, and joy. So he who prays in the tongue, you're going, this is how you're going to build yourself up. So what's the conclusion? When pastor, how do I pray? 1 Corinthians 14, 14 and 15, New King James Version. Show you something. What is the conclusion then? <laughs> uh, well, they, they told me, they told me at my old church. Don't, let, let me tell you, what does the Bible say? Do you want to win or you want to keep losing? If you want to win, you better learn how to pray ah, in the Holy Ghost. What is the conclusion then? I will pray with the Spirit and I will also pray two different things with understanding. I will sing with the Spirit and I will also sing with understanding. Ephesians, Ephesians 6, 18. Most people never... Uh, they, they kind of skip over this when, when we look at putting on the whole armor of God. Huh? Look at this. This is essential. You can have on the blessed prayer of righteousness, your feet shod with the pre preparation of the gospel of peace. You can have all these things, but if you are not praying, pray in the spirit, pray in the spirit at all times and on every occasion. Stay alert. Be persistent in your prayers for all believers 1 Corinthians, I'm sorry, 1 Thessalonians 5.17. Then we have one more and that's done. Thank you for your patience. Let me tell you, you need a prayer life. Ah. Ah. You know what? We would see less, Sister K, less drama, less offense, less pettiness, all these folk church hopping if folk would just pray in the Holy Ghost. And let Holy Spirit settle you, settle yourself down. You know you're wrong. Get that together. Don't say that. Don't do this. Don't do that. Do this or do that. Never stop praying. That's what the NLT says. Never stop praying. Never stop praying. Let, let, let me tell you something. And I, and I, I, I guess I'm going to have to do a teaching on it. Let me back, back up a little bit. You're missing out when you fail to pray in the Holy Ghost. Because he will show you things. To come, he would tell you things, reveal things to you. So, why wouldn't you want that? Listen, you cannot buy this. Them boys, Paul and them, was moving so strong in the book of Acts that, that, that Simon tried to buy. What can I buy? You can't purchase this, bro. Get this from the Lord. They were moving in such power that, that a, a man wanted to. He inquired, how can I purchase this power? Can't be bought. Have to be received. Y'all missed that. That's why he said he'll give it to anybody who asks. <laughs> he'll give it to anybody who asks. Baptist, Pentecostal, Methodist, Presbyterian. If you're a believer and you ask Catholic he will give it to you it's not limited to any particular denomination it's for the believer if this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com 
or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.